Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holton, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you are listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to ZombieCast. Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast. Stay tuned in. You follow me? And thank you, Romero, for that super awesome introduction this week, and welcome, zombies, to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 229, where I'm Sean. I'm Matt. I'm Norma. thought you forgot your name for a second. Um, yeah, I'm Ted. <laughs> and thank you, zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. We want to thank you no matter where you get us. iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. The best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter your name, enter the chat, mingle with the zombies. We love mingling with the zombies that are live on the show. It's fun interaction. But if you want to hear us live, you cannot join us live on all devices, including Amazon Echo and all the new digital car stereos in your in your, I mean, radios in your car, simply get the TuneIn app on all devices. Add All Games Radio on that TuneIn app, which is free, and you can hear us live. But I don't think you can chat over there. We got, uh, there's a few thousand people over there following us, so be sure to follow us over there if you can't join us live each week. We do want to remind you guys to go over to ZombieResearchSociety.com. It's where the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles. And while you're browsing, you can listen to ZombieCast over there. Also, on the front page, we want to thank Matt Moat, George Romero, ZombieThon, Dave Marks, all those guys over there at the Society. There's tons of lawyers, doctors, anything you need. You know what? You can go over there and get an, your ankle fixed if you needed to. But uh, we do want to thank ZombieResearchSociety.com as having us as the official radio show of those guys. And, you know, Matt Moak, who created it, you can also remember him from the... Oh, uh, AMC's The Talking Dead, so uh, we uh-huh. love No, Matt I don't remember him. 
Lost a man, Moke. Uh, and while you're over on social media, zombies, go to Facebook, search ZombieCast, like our page over there. And over on the Twitters, follow it, ZombieCast World, and click the banner up top. And follow each individual host, as we love mingling with the zombies each week. Guys, we've got a big birthday coming up. December 25th. Dece- no. <laughs> December 25th. The Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. But you know what? We're going to celebrate that then. Tomorrow, guys, we got a big birthday. Norma Ted. Norma Ted. Norma what? Ted. No way. Whose big birthday is tomorrow? Tell me, tell me, tell me. I can't wait. Who's your big birthday, boy? Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Before we say this, before we say this, me and Ted got on. You know, this is pre-show. Before we get to the big birthday, and I was looking on Facebook, and Ted done the same thing, and I was like, I see people wishing our very own Meadow happy birthday, and I was like, shit, I forgot. I didn't see. Uh, no, I was like, I, I was, didn't I know. Said Facebook, Facebook, Facebook didn't tell me this. So I, I went to our, <laughs> I went to a super secret private chat to Matt, and I was like, dude, super, super, super happy birthday, brother. I love you. And then he gets on and he's like, oh, my birthday's tomorrow. That was the New Zealand listeners who was wishing me happy birthday. So the New Zealand people got me, man. Oh, it's your birthday in New Zealand, man. Oh. Not here yet. Why are you so trolled? Oh man, trying to get two days out of us. I see. I see. I know. They're Tomorrow jumping on it though. They're they're on it. They are on it, man. Yeah, yeah. So so early happy yeah, birthday, if you're Matt. Time zone. You can uh, you can wish me a happy birthday. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. You oh, know, Rachel birthday. Drummond always wishes us too. Thanks, uh, man. I, you know, what? it's gonna be hard leaving my twenties, but I think the thirties are gonna be good for uh, me. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, I think Sean, Ted, and I should sing to you "Happy Birthday." Oh, uh, I think that's a great idea. Ah, let's do it. Today right. is your birthday. We're gonna do it. Wait, wait, wait. We, we, we cannot I'm sing too loud. Re- we we can't we can't be too loud. The reviews don't like it, so I will try to be. <laughs> no, no, sing as loud. I want you to sing right at that one person who wrote the review. Happy birthday. Okay, you ready? We're gonna count to three. Yep. One. I want to be two, good. Three. Happy birthday to you. With heart, Ted. With heart. Happy birthday to you. That's right. Happy birthday, dear Madam. Happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. I bet those. Uh, I bet tomorrow when it actually is your birthday. birthday. I bet those cocksuckers over on Video Game Outsiders don't sing you happy birthday. Oh I think they're going to make a point of not <laughs> say happy I bet those birthday. fucking I bet those fucking cocksuckers over there. Oh my god! Oh my god! You know how old I am? But not seriously, happy birthday! You are twenty-seven. Thirty-five. What? Forty-one. Thirty-five. 35? 35 years of difference. I'm going to say 30, very old. 30, 36. Matt, Matt this, guys, this means that Matt can officially, even though he's not born here, run for president of the United States of America. Yay! Just as qualified. Yay! That's the law. I will get rid of people that don't look like you. Okay. And your jobs are being taken by <laughs> foreigners. Elect me. That's how you do it, right? That's how you win an election in the States? Matt. ISIS. ISIS. Women are evil. Appreciate the warm breezes from the south, Matt, because there's going to be a wall there soon. <laughs> that, there's going to be a wall there. No, but there's there's going to be a wall built by the Canadians to keep to keep all our celebrities right? out. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. So, so early happy birthday, Matt, for real. Absolutely. I appreciate the singing. Um, I will say that was nice. 
Super happy Madden birthday. Yeah. Yep. All right, guys, so we got a long... We, 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 we celebrate uh, Walking Dead. Yep, hold on. Are we recording? Oh, yeah, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say I went to a, uh, the Guillermo del Toro Museum that I'll talk about later. Uh, but on the way there, Sean, I thought of you, and I tried to get a picture, but I didn't have time. Uh, right. I was on Hollywood Boulevard in one of the big like theaters there, had a one of those big digital marquees, and right across the digital marquee said, like, November 25th in high def, we are showing Rudolph the motherfucking red-nosed reindeer. Nice. And I had, picture, I had a picture of the reindeer and everything. And I was like, oh, oh, oh. And I tried to get a picture, and then it went away, and then the, the light turned green. Uh, but I do want to – we got to do our audio commentary for that, Sean, uh, sometime before yes, Christmas. I want you wanna, and Matt, you can be on it too because you, 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 we're going we're gonna to mansplain Rudolph to you while we watch it. Um, hello. Hey, what about me? this before. Why can we not get like <laughs> Matt, a play along. All right. I'll, I'll watch it with my virgin eyes. And Norma can Norma can watch it with her yeah. woman eyes. Oh, he's gonna be with my woman Santa. eyes and pro the Yeti Santa. eyes because I really like the Yeti in there. <laughs> he's not a Yeti. He's a Bumble. God damn it, Norma! No, he don't listen I to him. I've seen it and I know that. No, Yeti? no Norma! Oh my God! Norma cannot watch Sean, it. Sean, will you listen to her? Bumbles, Bumble. Sean, will you listen to her? A Yeti? Really? Guys, you're you're kidding me. Really, Norma? A Yeti? Really? <laughs> Guys, we're going to be Spanishless next week. Norma, you're off. Oh, oh. Well, next week Thanksgiving, anyways. Yes, it I'm is. Gonna, so we're all I'm off. Not gonna be here. I, I bet Norma eats doves for Thanksgiving. I doves. Doves like doves cry. Oh my gosh, Prince Yeti, you're kidding me, Norma. <laughs> Spoilers. Okay, let's get into this mess of a Walking Dead show. Right? Yeah. I think you guys are not watching it right. Well, we'll talk. <laughs> yes. We need to talk because there's going to definitely be some disagreements on t- uh, last night. Uh, okay. Here's my, my – all right. Let's get to The Walking Dead. All right. Here, here goes one of my – I heard this over and over and over on, complaints. on podcast today, but it was exactly what I was thinking. It's like the surprise. Rick. 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 Over and over. And over again. <laughs> and then it's got that Andrew Dice Clay pizzazz to it to where he's almost about to say hickory dickory dock. Some B was such... You, you know what I'm saying. I, I, I love Negan, but he's not unlikable. I like him too much. I don't consider him evil at all. I, oh, uh, I the disagree smile. with that, Sean. <laughs> I mean, Sean I know that he's... charmed by a smile. <laughs> he has a nice smile. I... To me, I feel like they're trying to make him like hate hate him and love him at the same time. But this episode did not. This episode made me feel like I'm watching Fear the Walking Dead. Check my phone. Play my, <laughs> my Yahtzee game. Play my word game. Look a little bit at the show. I was not the you know towards the end with the whole. Um, Negan coming to camp, and when they're down, kick him in the mouth some more. Okay, we get it. You're we're, a bully. We get yeah, it. Yeah, you're, you're a, a bully. bully. <laughs> they're like, okay, they're done. No, and I'm going to kick you in the mouth again, and this is what I'm going to do. It just got monotonous. Like they were trying to to show us how big and how bad Negan was yesterday, but it was just more annoying than anything else. And we know 
that Rick would not put up with this BS from anybody else. He would already be trying to figure out how to take him out. And I understand we need to have a story so that we can continue on with this story. But I think, um, excuse my language, but they're pussifying (laughs) Rick. It's called a pussification. Too much? I I heavily disagree. First of all, I think the purpose of the season finale and the season premiere were to break Rick down. I think that's exactly what happened in the season premiere, and it was exemplified when uh, he was about to cut off uh, Carl's arm, is that Rick has finally understood that he's not the big man in charge. And I think the framework of the whole season is playing to that fact, too. We're seeing a lot of other people. This season is all about how this show is not about Rick anymore. This world is not about Rick anymore. And Rick's finally realizing that this world isn't about Rick anymore. And I think his giving up to Negan is genuine because he he realizes that Negan will take a bat to his most loved people if he even falls out of line a tiny bit. So I, I don't think he's pussified. I think he's playing. He's he's weighed the odds. He can't cut out Negan's throat without having a hundred people fall down in Alexandria like a, a bee's nest. And this isn't a comic. This isn't like a. It's not. It is a comic book. This isn't a superhero tale. This is a real person dealing with a situation. He realizes right now at this moment he can't fight back. It's stupid to fight back. So, so I, I that, definitely disagree with him being pussified. With that said, Matt. Because it's not all about Rick now. It's about everybody as a whole. Can they kill Rick off and we still have a show? No. I think, I think no. Negan would be upset if Rick got killed. It'd be like, the Rick show, fun away. Yeah, Rick is still like the, the linchpin to the show in that we've been following his story. But the the arc, the... Sean, are you writing a novel? Yeah. I think that's, that's not me. That's Tiger. Stop, Tiger. Oh, that's really annoying. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, wow. No, let's not relate this to Trump. We're not bringing Trump up. Um, but I want to talk. I want to talk about Negan's character because I, I do think it's a little overacted. But then I was thinking about this. I think this the, Negan's whole empire is predicated on him being a legend amongst his people, him being a larger than life character amongst his people. So every time he's in front of them, he has to have that over the top swagger. He has to act super confident. He has to be a little funny he has to be like charismatic up to 11 because like, that's how his entire empire that's the glue that keeps him all together is believing that negan is not just a man he's this mythical negan who's larger than life and i think he plays that well have you ever that's watched Ezekiel doing as well yeah. but I, 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 wait have you ever yeah. watched the that's adventures point, have you ever watched the adventures of ford fairlane yeah. Oh fuck yeah! Nope, that's that's like Negan. Stanley has a power tool. <laughs> oh, oh! <laughs> hey, hey. Somebody, actually, somebody actually did Photoshop Andrew Clay as Negan today, by the way. But they, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. But, but it's like every time you see him, it's kind of like the hair drop. Like oh, oh, Rick, oh, well, Rick. My, my problem. Let me oh, say my my problem with Negan is not any. It's nothing that he's doing. It's just watching the show, and maybe they're trying. This is the point, but like after I don't, I thought he was great in, in the first episode in the finale when he had him on their knees and yada yada yada. But this week, after ninety minutes, it got like really just annoying That's to watch. It. That, that was it, and it's just it, and I understand it's the character. He's not going to be on every episode, but this constant swinging the hips back and forth, swagger, smiling, slow talk, like. Everything in the world would be like rock. if he, it, like yeah, jailhouse rock. If he came over to like if he came over to your house, he'd be like, "Well, my 
God, Norma, that carpet there is the prettiest damn thing I've ever seen. Whoa! There's definitely an argument to say he's being overexposed. I think that I think there's merit to that. That like Negan is best used kind of like sparingly. Right. But but this will fix it, Matt. This would fix it for me. It was ninety straight minutes of him in your face, and I was thinking like. And I think the point is, I wanted someone to kill him. Yeah. I wanted to, so in you're you're feeling what Rick's feeling. Where Rick is squeezing that bat, going, "God, I want to kill this guy. God, I want to kill him." But I, I, but Matt, but, but but the thing that I did like is we got 15 seconds of where's the fucking guns to where he clicked and got yeah. your attention. But for me, I think my biggest problem is was a month ago we got the Glenn scene. Uh huh. And, and it's so out, out of the loop now, because you know, three weeks we, ago, we, you know, we had King Ezekiel, then we had the you know the the, the Daryl episode, and just I I, I don't know, I, it's almost like people took it out of the loop, and, and it's not just me because I looked on social media today and I was like, wow, I mean, people were hate, you know, I didn't hate it that bad, but I was like, um, wow. no, you're cherry picking though, you're cherry picking the people that agree with you. I've seen a lot of people who say it's great that we're seeing a, a larger scope of episodes that mm-hmm. we're giving time between the stories i'm i'm okay with giving in each episode each story arc that's on an episode i'm, I'm perfectly fine with that i, I think I, I love the zeke episode seeing kingdom what i don't want is um and game of thrones does a lot of stuff right but we could get into a very confusing five plots at once and i right. think they really need to take their time building these worlds because all these people the hilltop the kingdom everyone's super important in the stuff that's coming up so if you gloss over that it's not going to be a satisfying ending. But it's almost like, you, you know, next week we'll get the, the hilltop. But then we still got to get a Heath and Tara episode. Then we got to no, get we a, don't. a Tobin episode. I mean, no, it, there's, so, there's so many characters that we still haven't seen there, yet. Tobin's not going to have an episode. Tobin's going to be in a Rick episode standing in the background. Yeah, you're having location-based episodes. You're not having character-based episodes. You're having yeah. communities, right? Yeah. And not yet. Like Jesus and him, dude. I bet they did. Like how tightly wound up these communities are, having to deal with this every week. Right. Like you know how tense things can get. We know how much Negan just likes to like just spray his dick everywhere when he walks in. How annoyingly over the top he is. So, yeah. I think the episode worked in getting us really annoyed and fed up with Negan. Like we wanted him to leave at the end of that episode. Yeah, that's- and I. That's why when Rick said, I. That's what I said too. It's just he was. I'd have a problem with the episode. I thought the episode was good. My problem was it was like Jar Jar Binks. Is watching Negan was like Jar Jar Binks stumbling around this whole episode where you're like after after 15, 20, 30, 40 minutes of it, it's like this motherfucker is driving me crazy. And that's kind of the right. I guess the point. But the, it's like but it's like you've, there's never been a character in the history of anything that was this happy with himself. Oh yeah, he's you know, he is so happy with himself. He can't oh, yeah. even deal. With he it. thinks he's like the best person ever. You know the and I just want to poke a little hole through it. And again, like I said earlier, <laughs> if they could solve this in ten minutes, then we wouldn't have a show. But they had all these weapons, all these weapons that they had stolen their own stuff. Why would they not set camp and wait for Negan's people to come and take them out? Because all you have to do is take out Negan first. You know, I think if they were going to give us this, I think we should have had a couple previous episodes of Negan and the crew taking stuff, you know, kind of deal. But this whole thing, I think it would have been an easy takedown for somebody as well-seasoned as Rick and Michonne and Carl and the other people along the way. 
I think that's a failure of the show to really show how good Negan's army is. Because I think just from reading the comics and everything, like you're supposed to believe that Negan is everywhere. And right. you know, you you could take down one one group of people that comes to the gate, but there's a hundred more people that are will, just going to stomp you out immediately once you do that. Yeah. And if you try to leave, like there's like it, it's you, you can't you can't hit the open roads if you try to leave. There's people watching you. You'll be hunted down within minutes. Like I think everyone is just really under the thumb of this huge Negan army. But the show is not really doing a good job of showing that. Jill right. came down with two fifty. Oh, oh. What? No, I'm sitting here I looking up that. Andrew Dice Clay jokes. <laughs> Jack and Jill went up the hill, both with a buck in the corner. <laughs> so, who do you think stole the show? Let's just <clears throat> it was Negan last night. Do you think it was Father Gabriel? Father <laughs> Gabriel's the best. He's the best. Who stole the show last night? And, and for me... You... Go ahead. I don't know, man. But I mean, I know, I know, we're talking about who stole the show, but but it's like they have to leave a cliffhanger on every episode. Like, like you know, you thought that they was going to kill the the, the gunroom chick, and then you, you know, on the previews, it showed her sitting with Negan. So you're like, well, you, you know, she doesn't die because we're going to see her sitting with Negan. And then you know, There's previews. What do you uh, mean, Maggie? Or who? No, no, the 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 fat girl, the fluffy girl. Oh. Remember, remember, because oh, we were. The- we're are you talking about Denise, the Denise. doctor, or yeah, are you Denise. talking about – okay. And then the cliffhanger, you know, I mean, out of all that, of, of an hour and a half, we get a cliffhanger of, of – well, he don't give a shit. He burnt the mattresses. I, I, just, I, I thought that was kind of weak, me personally. Was you guys just kind of like, oh, he burned the mattresses. He don't, he don't give no, a yeah, shit. I understood I, I, what that meant. But I thought he would have burned – if he was going to burn him, it seems like he would have burned him in front of them just to make a point. He, he burned him out where they had to randomly stumble upon him. You know, it seems like they would have burned him like, oh, look, now we're burning your mattresses. <laughs> and I think why yeah. they did it that way is like when they – it was kind of a last-minute F you. Like they are out. They're going out. They're – what's the word I'm looking for? Scavenging or whatever, and they leave. And they come across that, you know, it could be tomorrow, it could be the day after, and they see that, it's another reminder, like, like a trail. So oh, yeah. I, think, I think that's why they did that. So it wasn't just for the media. I mean, they're already down in the dumps. So to see it that day, okay, fine, I'm already like this. But it, two days later, they might have a little more hope. They might be revamping how they're going to defeat this guy, and they come across this, they're like, well, okay, never mind. Obviously, all our supplies to him, he can throw out and he doesn't need them and he just pretty much did this to um mess with us with our head again right mm-hmm. sorry my day could I, I, but I, I did enjoy it though i, I enjoyed the episode yeah. i'm just picking at it that some tiresome things i guess i've got another point to make about because I, I think a lot of people are like why don't they just leave why don't they just leave i mean i i think what the season before this was trying to also get across was everyone is negan we saw that in a scene like who are you i'm negan right. who are you i'm negan so I think, like, we're, as viewers, we don't know the headspace that these people are in. They don't, they don't have the information about these characters. They don't know Dwight is on the fence. Is that his name, right, Dwight? The right. Yes, Dwight. They don't know that they could be easily turned. They see him as a huge prick who might step up and take Negan's place instantly. Think of and him everyone, in the office. Yeah, and there's ten other Negans waiting to take his place. So all they see is, they might see Negan and say, like, okay, let's take him out. But they don't know the network they have. They might assume that, like, they're so well organized that 
as soon as these guys go down, 20 more, like they just... Will go. I understand that, but as a strategic point, isn't it better to kill the leader? So the rest, the the ranks below, um, they they lose rank. They just flank. They all just run away because nobody's in charge. Everybody wants to be in charge, and then you start an inner inner turmoil inside. Rick's people don't know that. Rick's people don't know that, though. They don't know how... But Rick is a cop. He should know to take down the number one leader. Well, I think Rick's a different person now after the Lucille incident. Rick is so beaten into... Rick's the leader of Alexandria, and the leader of Alexandria right now is so broken and so fearful of Negan after what he saw and what he was put through that he is not... He does not want to take one single chance now. You know what I'd have done? If, 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 If I was in the Walking Dead world... And you see a silhouette, little pig, little pig, let me in. I'd, I'd have blasted him and took off running and then hidden somebody's attic. They'd have never found me. They might have killed everybody, but not me. I just I just <laughs> see that Carl and Rick, they're really seasoned shooters. They're in this room together, just the four of them. I think Rick and Carl would have been able to take both of them down. I thought that too. That wouldn't, they have never had a problem like that before. That would have, they would have been able to do it. Like when and there Carl, might be a couple punches thrown here and there, but I think that um, you know, their marksmanship is pretty fantastic. And then Alexandria would just get blown away by all his followers. Maybe, but it, I don't know. Is it better to get blown away than to live with that? Those kind of people. Here's my other thought: How many of you actually believe Maggie's dead? Well, no, because they showed her in the scenes for next week. <laughs> no, I didn't yeah. see that. See that? I didn't yeah. see. I was so sick last night that after she it was, was not. No, I was. No one thought that. Dead. Immediately, you're like, "No, she ain't dead." And she, she's up hiding at the hilltop. Well, well, he thanked Father Gabriel for coming up with it on the spot. Oh yeah, and Gabriel says, "I'm happy. I, I'm happy. I was able to dig a grave that no one's actually in." <laughs> and I love my favorite scene in the whole episode was definitely the only person that scares Negan is Father Gabriel because he's just creepy. Like when he walked, he was like, "Holy shit! Oh God!" You with your smile and all that. I mean, that was great. Yeah, just like, I mean, he might be the one that that can actually, you know, take Negan down, like, psychologically. You never know. He might be that big key. What's up with Daryl Dix? And all of that. Yeah, yeah. he's like their doggy. He, like, he knows not to mess with them, but he knows yet still not to cross over to the other side. He's like Game of Thrones, uh, what's, what's his name? Yeah. Ratch or Ratch? Reek. Reek. Reach. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's funny that you say that, Matt, because that's exactly who I thought of. I'm like, okay, are they going to chop off his little his little yeah. parts there and become a eunuch now and, you know, be totally dominated that way and maybe take out now, his tongue? Now, the way The Walking Dead could do another shot that's heard around the world. It's like, you know, in the, in the season opener, whenever the, the death of Abraham and the, the death of Glenn, like, like just, just shocked the world. You know what I'm saying? What if Daryl Dixon turned yeah. bad and killed one of them? And he really, he was just a bad dude. That, he comes bad that, on the dark side? Yeah, but, I mean, that right there would flip the world. You know what I mean? To where everybody would just be like, wow. Yeah. That would wow everybody. I like that idea. That might be another way to take well, Daryl out. You know what? Daryl did start bad. People forget that. Daryl and Merle's whole plan was to rob Glenn and Carol and all that blind. That was their plan yeah, when they true. joined that group. But, and, then, and then what stopped them was Merle getting uh, locked on that rooftop, fucked the whole plan up. And then yep. Daryl was stuck with these people, then he kind of got to re-care about them. But it's yeah, it was kind of a whiny little brother when it yeah. first uh, 
Start and then up. Carol's really not in the picture for him anymore romantically because we've got King Ezekiel now. So, yeah, that could work. Right. But, but a lot of the chatter that I heard today – hold on. My mind just went blank. Uh, oh yeah, a lot of the chatter that I heard today was you know we got the great scene in the in the season opener, but he, he's just so soft now. I mean, how, how can he how can he make a U turn back to the badass Negan Matt? I like you him, think man. he's soft. That's, I don't think he's soft I, at all. I, I think he's very. I don't know. He's likable. I I, I, I kind of like. He's very. Him. I don't, I think charismatic, maybe, but he's like Darth I Vader think in Star Wars. He's See, being a like fans, he's being a huge dick though. I mean, he's taking all their medicine. He's burning their yep. mattresses. And he's taking rolling more up, than half. Taking way more than half and saying, "Deal with it." He's telling Rick, "I'm shoving my dick down your throat." Yeah, how like, does that he's, feel? He's being super intimidating. Super, just just do whatever he feels like. I don't think that's yeah. being nice. And he's uh, he hasn't killed so anybody. Deep. Oh yeah, he's cocky as shit. I mean, I don't he's think already said though. that if Maggie was around, he you know he wouldn't have to like make her do anything. She'd want to come to him anyway. So he's yeah, that was scary. well. You know what I thought they were going to do? I thought I I was waiting for this to happen, and I was actually disappointed it didn't happen. Is I was waiting for the scene where you know Negan apparently has a moral code. The scene where that creeper is like stealing the the younger girl's green balloons and like creeping on her and running his finger down her face. I thought yeah. Negan was gonna come out of was gonna come out of nowhere and just knock him on his ass. And be like, like "Hey, that. that's not what we do, motherfucker!" And it we was gonna be this kind of people. it was gonna be this eye opening moment of like, "Oh, he does have you know a, a code of like he does have one little morsel of humanity," and that just didn't happen. So I was kind of disappointed. That was uh, yeah, that would have been a good opportunity to be like, he is actually reasonable if you get along with him. That's the whole thing. I think living under Negan's rule. <laughs> As long as you follow the rules, I think it's okay. As long as you abide by these rules, Stalin, the rules are literally rules that he's going to change every five seconds. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> he's going to change every five seconds, and then it's like, here's the rules. You don't. You had to sleep out in the dirt. That's my rules. Yeah. If you don't like it, you're dead. I mean, the, his I, rules are a little sketch. But it's for a me, moving target. For me, and, and, and I know there's comics out there. This is what I needed. I needed for... For Negan to show up, little pig, little pig, let me in. He comes in, and you know what? He hits that dude in the back, knocks him down. Carl walks up. You know what? He hits him in the stomach with a bat. Nothing, no, you know, n- n- nothing to kill anybody. But he's like, sit the fuck down, boy. I'm fucking yeah. Negan. I, I, you know, if he just come through, it was, it was just like, ugh. Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm still just serious as when we were the other day. But I'm a likable guy. You know what? Rick should have come up to him and said, "You know what? No, I'm Ethan Negan," and should have like and, knocked him out. In the Walking Dead, the Walking Dead community, one thing that I'm so sick of, so sick of, and, and, and I enjoy this episode, but one thing I'm so sick of outside of the Walking Dead with the community is hearing people say, "Oh man, you don't read the comics. You, you oh man, you you just don't get it." Fine. We shouldn't have to know. No, you no. shouldn't have to because this is. I'm not getting tired character, of hearing though. people say that. Oh, you don't read the. Con- oh, yeah. no, 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 no. You don't. You, you're not getting. It. What do you mean? That's I'm not, not what getting this it? show's intention is I, not for. Do you guys not see that a lot? For where people's like, oh, the. the uh, it's for stop all saying audiences. the comics. I don't want to. I don't forget the comics. It should work independent of the comics. You're right. It shouldn't take like. Yeah. I'm getting tired a of lot of back reading to make sense. And a lot yeah. of people that we know say that, and I'm just like. I probably uh, said it. <laughs> no, no, not you, Matt. But I'm just saying, I mean, you, you know what I'm saying. But everybody's like, oh, man, you know what? 
Oh, uh, you know, yeah. just like everybody's talking about, oh, there's the tiger, there's the tiger. Well, it, that's because all the comic people's talking about a tiger. You know what I mean? I, mean, I think, yeah, I they, think it's kind of fresh. That's what I like about fear. You, 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 yeah. you honestly don't know. Yeah, because it's shallow and it, there's nothing <laughs> to read into the characters. <laughs> you can play out the games. I guess, I guess what makes me mad is everybody's an expert. And they're like, oh, they're, oh we saw the tiger. Fuck oh, the tiger. Don't tell me about bro. the tiger. I mean, oh, is that a spoiler, Sean? Are you are you mad about spoilers? No, no, no. <laughs> but I'm saying because that comic's been out for a long time. But Sean. what I'm saying, you've got the comic people that's, that's too good because they're like, oh, oh, we're above you. Oh, we're above. You. No, you're not above me. I I know all about it. You but know you, what the thing with the yeah, comic? I, I, yeah, I hate when comic book fans complain about the comic book movies having deviations from the actual comic. Everybody's everybody's it's King like, Lord, the what? comic book reader. I don't care. I don't care. And you know what? They try to change it up a little bit because they still want this show to be, in you know, tantalizing in a positive kind of way to the viewers that may already have an in on what's going on. Just like Game of Thrones. You have an idea what's going on, but they still don't always stick to to the book. They kind of move around the story. Um, it seems more so now than, than it was like in the first two or three seasons. I wanted to ask you, Sean, I mean, if it's okay with you, if I can just sidestep a little bit. Um, You know, I can't remember the girl's name who was in charge of the arson. And Matt, you brought up in the past that Negan actually is, he doesn't want to hurt the women. But even he said that he was willing to break his own rule in, you know, killing this girl because she made a mistake on her, on her logbook. And... I wanted to get your take on that. Does that mean that this Negan here on AMC's Negan, that he would change his rules on this for women just because he feels like it? Uh, I don't think he would. I think it's a threat. An empty threat? Yeah. Yeah. I felt like that. I felt like the, the whole the whole pen and paper logbook and two guns missing was kind of weak. A little bit. I thought the two guns I thought missing, was weak. The, the two guns missing thing that was half the episode. I thought was very obnoxious yeah. and ridiculous. Like we gotta find these guns. It was two, it was literally forty five minutes of like fifty with these two guns. We don't find these two guns. He's gonna kill them. Where are the two guns? And it seemed like guns were suddenly everywhere. People were pulling guns out of God knows where by the end of the yeah. episode. Really, <laughs> like, it was like the clowns in the little car. They're pulling. Yeah, out where are all these guns? Their ears. I, I guess they'd all been stealing and hiding guns indivi- individually for like uh, for months. But still, it was like, what two guns does he need? But what's that gun? Where, where, wait, was that the gun he needs? Where are all these guns coming from? And then, out of all the things that these guys have been through, Rick's worried about one can of food and a bottle of liquor. I was like, really? <laughs> really? He was just. Cu- I think that was just him just, like, getting off all his anger. <laughs> like, having to, like, just roll I'll shit down to him for just jaw. a second. Do Can we you, talk about um, Rick? Oh, go, go ahead. Cause, well, I was just going to say, what, I want to talk about Rick, too, but I want to talk about who's now going to make the new coalition. Or is it going to be Michonne and Rosita? Are they the ones going to start? You know, Rick is lost. He's back there. Let's do this in hiding, and let's start um, conceiving a plan. Just because Rosita is going out and she's actually killing zombies and taking weapons that she can find on them to keep in secret. And she's asked somebody to weld, or not weld, like make bullets she was, for her. Eugene said last season he had fi- he knew he had figured out how to make bullets. Mm-hmm. And he actually gave Rick, remember he said like, Rick, I'd like to give you this information, this is how you make a bullet. 
Yeah. And I think like that Logan. they might be the ones who are going to start now regrouping and kind of let Rick work out his own inner emotions. Or maybe mm-hmm. so Rick is clueless so he doesn't give up any information because obviously he made Michonne give up a gun that um, Negan had no idea she had. That they're going to do this behind his back so he can still be innocent while they're um, planning and plotting. Right. Yeah. But Rick- well, I wanted to talk about, can we talk about Rick, uh, as, as badass as Rick is, and as much as we all love Rick, and Rick's been a tough guy, but has there ever been a character you've ever seen that goes from acting like a badass to literally blubbering, not just crying, <laughs> blubbering as fast as he does? Whenever the chips are down, he starts blubbering. When the, when the governor showed up with the tank, <laughs> we can all live here together. <laughs> when that happened. I mean, I mean, uh, 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 the shame part, it's you did this, not me. I mean, every, every time the chips are down, he starts sobbing. And it actually has gotten where it's like, God, you're fucking pathetic. Rick is not, hey, I know you've gotten used to Travis there, uh, Ted, but, uh, Rick is, uh, no Travis. That's okay. I can't, I can't. He literally starts, not, he starts bawling. (laughs) He spent the whole episode with those, sad Rick guys that are always teared up. Like, Rick does this dumb face where, like, he cannot believe, I can't believe what's happening. I'm doing this this Rick, I can't believe what's happening face. And then at the end, after he's just gotten fucking bullied for 90 minutes by Negan, and Negan is just, you know, like, uh, sublim, whatever the word is, uh, stuck his dick down his throat, then then Rick literally goes over and starts bullying, like, that mama's boy, like, I'll break your jaw, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, he was he was displacing he was the Negan. He's like, I want to be yeah. a Negan now. He won't stand up to Negan, but he'll tell that pretty boy, Mama's boy, I'll break your jaw, motherfucker. I ain't, I'm scared of him, but I'll break your jaw. Yeah, well. <sighs> I liked it. I, I think it went on too long. I think AMC is really selling some ads this season. Yeah. And and I think watching it live is a grueling experience. Dude, everywhere you go is the Walking Dead stuff, man. How much? I mean... Greed is going to kill the show, man. Yeah, you know, we, we we've talked about it before, but I mean, like you go to the mall, I mean, and you you get to, I mean, there's at least ten stores inside of our local mall, three story mall, that that are just packed full of the Walking Dead stuff. I mean, they are making mo- so much money, it's nuts. I mean, like 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 Hot Topic, uh, and Fye. Yeah, but hello, Star Wars. Like that hasn't killed Star Wars and. For a Star Wars movie, remember the last movie was like two years of Star Wars hype. Yeah. There was a new wait, wait. There was there, there was a new Star Wars movie. Well, the Rogue One, but no, like yes. the the first what? like um. You mean Episode Seven? There's yeah. there's there's new Star Wars movies. Oh, you're what? Being... Hey, you talking about Star Wars? Well, new no. Star Wars movies every year I, now. Um, no, no, I, no I'm, I'm I'm speaking for myself. Whenever I whenever I'm talking about like like. Like not having all the people on set all the time in the gaps. That's what I was talking about. You know, there's all these commercials and, you know, I mean, just obviously ways that, that, that they're avoiding spending money and, and making money. You know, urban legend, you know, I, I don't know for a fact, but. Do you think that they've had to cut the budget on the show so much because uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan actually is an asshole and he just took half their shit? <laughs> he went to the set and just took half their shit. You walked in, okay, Greg <laughs> Nicotero, blah blah blah. 
Took half his makeup supplies. Greg Nicotero. Method acting to a whole nother level. Yeah, he's like Jared Leto. Except uh, being... No dead rats, just pretty much pilfering everything else. He walks over to the uh, the food services table and like like Andrew Lincoln's over there eating a sandwich. He's like, rip, he just rips it out of his mouth. Yeah, no, that only said half. That's it. That's a good example. <laughs> Y'all talking about Jared Leto? All right, we talked about the Suicide Squad here, right? And logically thinking, you know, the, the, the Suicide Squad was nothing to the Immortals. You know what I mean? But because they, they were just like somebody with a bat, somebody with this. And just, oh, yeah. just looking at, at what we see on the screen, I think that's what a lot of people are feeling with The Walking Dead. Like, like, why don't they just leave? Why don't? Why didn't Rick just hit him in the head? Why didn't, you know, the, the possibilities of what could have happened. The non-comic readers. Because, you know, that, that's all that we're praised with on, on our screen on Sunday nights. You know what I'm saying? And, and, I, and I feel like the, the Suicide Squad argument that you guys had is the argument that a lot of people have that are just the TV viewers for The Walking Dead. Yeah, because like you guys said, you know, like Superman against the Suicide Squad would just throw him into the sun. Yeah. Yeah, he would just get him and, a little bit. And a lot of people like, would just be like, you know, like, like me, I was like, yeah, I drive to Rio. You know, I mean, you got two continents in, in, in Central America. You know, I mean, you, you can really go far away from uh, the saviors. Yeah, but okay, what... Put yourself in their position, though. Like, you've lived there. A lot of people have lived there for years of life. Houses. They've got a system now where they're growing food, electricity, right. relative safety, <laughs> and they don't have to deal with zombies all their life. And you're saying, like, get up all 70 of them and just go out into the wilderness. And just and, get out. Yeah. And but, get out but, but, Wouldn't cars? that be better than dying or to live in fear that you make... Oops, a little blip. I'd rather die than live under this swaggering ass. But I think the psychological fear is greater than making a beta on or off. Like, you you can't just make a black and white decision. It's easy for us in our relative comfort to be like, yeah, yeah, we just leave and find another settlement. No, the world's not like that. This is probably the best thing you're ever going to find. So it's a really big decision to leave just like that. Here's the other thing I was thinking. It's not even in Negan's best interest to take everything because it takes time to cultivate things you know what i mean so if they were to destroy these gardens they're not just hurting the alexandrians and rick and his crew but they're hurting themselves because they don't have anything in return i mean sure they have those other little colonies or whatever but if they're doing the same intimidation tactics then eventually they're going to hurt themselves doing that but Rick and company don't know about that. All they know is, is Jesus no, and the hillside. But I'm saying, like, Rick. Rick knows that Jesus and the hillside gave to Negan's crew, and then he came in and beat a 16-year-old in the head, beat his brains out. Then he beat Glenn's brains out and Abraham's. I'll get the hell out of Dodge, you know, logically speaking. So where would you go? Would you take your friends and family with you? Yeah, yeah, me. No, if just, it was me and my son and, and my gone. daughter, yeah, I, I would just be gone. Where would you go? Man, with no with no guns, no gone. no food. Where'd he go? Uh, I think that's I think it's easier said than done. <laughs> what are you gonna live on, Sean Hope? Yeah. You'd ha- you'd be better off Hope standing beside Negan and just shooting the people that you don't love and be like, I'm with you, Negan. But here's the thing, those people haven't seen Negan kill. They've they know Negan will kill to prove a point. So I think in their minds it's well, we're still not out there where all those crazy monsters are. <laughs> and as long as we monster. give them half yeah, as long as we give them half of our stuff, we're going to live. 
Otherwise, we're going to go out and just take our chances in a crazy-ass world where we've seen tons of horrible death. I think it's not as easy, I don't think. Matt? Say, Let's get out of here. Sean. What? Ted. Yo, yo. I will force you to leave with me. I'm just telling you that right now. I will force all three of you to leave with me. I will drug you, and I will drag you out somehow, but I would make you leave. The combined weight of the three of us is like 700 pounds. <laughs> I, I find a way. Dipper only. With my robotic leg, I should be able to do it. Um, you know. I was thinking though how funny it would be if if Negan did just me show and Matt, up. Me and Matt's just... like Michonne's zombies. <laughs> She's pulling. The yeah, man. How <laughs> 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 great would it be if they all just just did say fuck this shit and they all just left and then Negan a week later is like banging. Let me in and he opens the gate and he's like, What's that? he's like what what the fuck and everybody's just gone. Right. Share it. Wasn't anybody watching them? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Throw some Fred Sanford in there, some Andrew Dice Clay. Oh, me and Sub were laughing about this. Is like this act Negan does. Is like I wonder, like when they were when they were like leaving the, he gets in the truck to leave the. Uh, and you notice when they got in the truck at the end, they ran over that zombie's head and splattered it. Did you notice that? Yeah. And I was expecting Negan to stick his head out and be like. One last shot, like, hey, Rick, does that remind you of anything? Oh, fuck you, motherfucker! Something like that. But you think, like, when they're leaving, when they're leaving, he, like, looks over Dwight and goes, I think I got him real good. Was that good? Yeah, Negan, that was, that was great. Did you like that end part where I threw in the line about sticking my dick down his throat? I just (laughs) just made that up on the spot. Was that good? Yeah, Negan was as good as the last time you said it. Good improv, Negan. Great, great joke, sir. I think I I really got him. Yep. Ted has connected the dots, man. I didn't realize I, this. Yeah. Ted, you brought this to my attention. You reenacted Negan. I know who De- Jeffrey Dean Morgan modeled uh, modeled Negan after, buddy. You you just made me realize the the mailman from Funny Farm. No, <laughs> the crazy mailman from Funny Farm who throws their mail on the street. Yeah, that that's who you who you sounded like. That dude yelled. Oh, really? <laughs> Never I mind. cannot even. I just remember him driving, going, ah, ha, 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 and he throw the mail out. Got you. I did like that they finally like just said that uh, Judith <laughs> isn't uh, Rick's daughter. Yeah, they never actually came yeah, up and said that. Yeah, that's kind that of was always pretty. like. Was it, but was yeah. that another? I felt like it was a sob story. Like Rick was like, "You don't believe me? That, that's not my daughter right there. Some other man was in my wife, and and uh, I'm just I'm no good anymore." <laughs> Sorry. I think what he was trying to say that he manned up and he took the responsibility, and because he took that, that he owes it to this child my friend to have continue to have mom. this this life, this this little <laughs> community. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, do we? I'm impressed that Rick knew that it wasn't his. You know what I mean? I mean, did they always want to go that way, or did they just kind of? It just was. Throw well, this I, I don't know, but it was pretty obvious to anybody watching the show, like. Yeah, Rick, that that timeline just doesn't add up, buddy. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. And and Rick and again, like I said last night, Rick was like, <coughs> "Well, uh, baby's born eight months of pregnancy, just like uh, God intended. Here's my natural born baby." It's like, no, that doesn't make any sense, Rick. And I'm sorry, Chad. Every time I type Negan, my MacBook miss respells it began. No, <laughs> no it's not began. It's Negan's. B is right next to N. That's just you typing. <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Shit. Oh yeah, Morse code. So, um, 
the Morse code. They they made a point of throwing a Morse code thing behind Michonne in one of the first few scenes. And I'm like, why is there a Morse code thing up? People are saying that the scenes where Daryl's there, he's trying to blink in Morse code. Or there's Morse code somewhere in this episode that we were supposed to pick up. I'm not going to watch it again. Oh, wow. That's so theory. is that why they did a close-up of his face, of him looking like that doll, like the little, like Reek, you know, the little broken dog that yeah. didn't want his motorcycle back. He wasn't going to say the word. And when they yeah. offered to go back and stay with Rick, he stayed mute. Shouldn't so they have think- set up though? If they're going to do that, shouldn't they have established that ne- that he knows Morse code? I mean, he just it's just like oh, he just knows it, and there's never been any mention of it or an establish. I mean, I guess maybe there wouldn't have been a mention, but it seems like that's yeah. something like last season they should have had. Daryl, I never knew you knew Morse code. <laughs> One day and it then- might come in handy, Rick. <laughs> just yeah, and then, they, and then they and then they pay it off now. That seems like that should have been a, a planting and payoff scenario. I agree. Uh, Joseph Pitt has... Yeah, I was a, just going to uh, say that. Go ahead, uh, go Matt. For it, for it. No, you go for it. Okay, well, Joseph Pitt in chat says, Negan actually left those mattresses for Michonne to find, meaning he knew she was out there the whole time. So I asked him, I, and, and I said, do you think this was only for Michonne? And he writes, um, he knew where um, about the idea where she was uh, blind, blind hunting, I guess. Um, so he thinks the mattresses were not for the rest of Alexandra, but a message just to Michonne. He saw Michonne. Who seems to still show, um... He saw Michonne walk out of the house with a deer on, his back, on her back. Yeah. No, but, but where she was using a gun in secret, I think, yeah, that's a great point. So, like my point says, they know everything that's going on. You can't escape. They know Michonne had a, a rifle. They were just waiting to see if they turn it in. Gotcha. Hey, I just, this is just a question for the show. Being that there's a lot of saviors... We can call them all Negan, right? Way we're bad with names. But that's <laughs> right and be right. But that's what they want, right? Everyone's called Negan. Remember the episodes like "Who Are You? I'm Negan," and Negan. they thought they found Negan so, in that warehouse. So from zombie do you think, cast do you think now that's on, just the, do you think that's just the laziness of the writers not being able to put their name? <laughs> it might be. Maybe they did us a favor. That's why I'm saying Rick needs to stand up and said, "No, you know." Jerk off! I'm Negan, and take them all down, and be like, "I'm the new boss of this game." That, oh, Norma, I would love, I would love that shit. I wonder if they'd ra- the, imagine if if uh, Negan's group would rally around Rick if when he had the bat, he said, "Say I'm Negan." Or, I don't think he said that. But Rick's like, "No, motherfucker, I'm Negan. I'm, I, I'm uh, the captain. I'm the captain now. I'm." Negan. That'd be great if that's how it ends. <laughs> that would awesome. Bashes him over his head, and everybody's like, "Oh, this guy's Negan now." Do you guys think in the first eight episodes that we'll see all three camps together on one episode? The for hilltop war aspect, yeah. Totally. The hilltop, yeah. Uh, yeah. the kingdom, and and Alexandria. I think it's gonna that come to that. over the final of this run was seven or eight, until like another four, maybe. I think you'll see them. I think they will all you. They will all unite, and and uh, Rick will be, still be crying in the room, but the others with balls will unite. Well, the like way- Gandalf, you'll yeah. be on the yeah. Zeke will be on the top of the hill with his uh, horse and his spear, and they'll all come like running down the hill and their the horses. Drifting of fellowship, <laughs> of yeah. men and women and more men. By the way, tiger. But, but, and baby, would you guys be upset? Say like and the dwarves, the, the, the and path, the, you know, the history of the Walking Dead, the way that they are. You know, we, we seriously could not get Rick till February. Would you guys be mad? <laughs> We'll get Rick before February. Yeah, I think February is too long. They need to give us, um, like, I think this right, pace right now is 11. okay to know, to see how each camp or each little section is doing. 
to, and you know what? How how many episodes can we think? Can we take of Negan? Hey, pee pee pants. You know, I can't watch another episode like that. So if you're gonna give me another episode like that, at least give me a break with two more episodes in between. Yeah. So I mean, because I think last night it was so overplayed, so overdone, that if they continue doing this path, that they're just got it's just gonna lose the authentic authenticity of who Negan is. At this point, he's just going to become a nuisance. And it's not going to be fun to watch him. What I liked about him at the end of last season and the beginning of this one is that his intimidation was real. You know, his his strength, his his power was real. And you can feel it. Now, I just see him as the playground bully that just really needs somebody bigger to kind of just pop him in the face and get it done with. And he's done. He's out. We'll see. So we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. <laughs> I got to do those things for you, Matt. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, I got to ask you. We got a question from Twitter. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> from uh, Deanthrax. From Sean's got to mail that picture. Yes, he what? does. It would, uh, oh, I got it. Oh, yeah, that picture. Jedi. Okay, go. Twitter. Deanthrax uh, uh, says. Why, uh, zombie Cast World and at Zombie Research, which is the Zombie Research Society. Why do the zombies always have such jacked up teeth? Is there a secret meth epidemic among the undead? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, their teeth not just uh, become yellow. They all go crooked. Yeah, and extra long, too. Um, they're, they're just a new fashion statement. I mean, you're not a true zombie if you don't have pretty messed up teeth. It's just the way it goes. Oh, can you imagine how long Negan's teeth are going to be when he turns into a zombie? They're going to be like they're going to be like through the ground below him. He's going to yeah. his teeth are to fucking. Hey, hey, Rick! Oh, Rick! Look at my big ass fucking teeth! Can you believe I found a guy willing to cap these in the zombie apocalypse? He looks like Matt Dillon in something about Mary when he got his teeth capped. <laughs> he does. He does. He does. That's what Negan looks like. Those teeth. I like Jeffrey Dean Morgan has had those things capped. Those things are ridiculous. Mm. Hey, look at this. look at my chin. You might want to punch me, Rick, but you're gonna break your hand on this chin. Have you ever seen a chin like this? <laughs> Too funny. Too funny. It's just true. Friends, very I, true. I have to take off. Yes. Me too. You. Matt's got to go celebrate his birthday. Get an early start yeah, tonight. Early start. And, and wow, wow. So Matt Nyquil is yeah, gonna right. kick Somebody in said in a second. Ted told me you had another baby when I was off last week. You didn't tell yeah, me. We just, uh, we just had an accelerated baby. Yep. Mm-hmm. Man. Nine days. I thought, no, no I, heard, I heard you had twins, y'all. Just, the doctor just missed one. It's been just been li- chilling up in there for the last month or so. Ariana's <laughs> like, I still got something in there. I'm like, no, I you don't. You got no. gas. It's just gas. You got Is gas. You can feel it. Yeah. And then did she push a little and bloop, out it came. All right, yeah, what? Yeah. Well, Normie, you gotta go, Matt. You gotta go. Let's let's yeah. just get to the wrap up show. You know what? You know, what? brass tacks. I enjoyed this week's episode. We we nitpicked yeah. it. There's problems. There's likable things. We, we don't not like the show. We're media for you know pretty much The Walking Dead, and, and it's what we do as a part of the Zum Research Society. Is we have fun with it. We're a comedy show. We're not serious. We're not. You know what? We don't take it chapter for chapter. We break it down. We have fun with it. But uh, Wait, we break it down, mother mother truckers, mother truckers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but guys, let's get to the wrap up show. And usually we're about a two hour episode. 
uh, each week. And uh, you know what, Matt and Norma, just uh, we'll blame them, Ted. We'll yeah, them. it's all my fault. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sick, people. I'm so sorry. Uh, and I, I will not be here next week. It's Thanksgiving, but it's Thanksgiving week, so maybe no show. I don't know. So are you going to be in Atlanta, Ted? Uh, I'm going to North Carolina, actually, to see see some kin that I've not seen in oh, years. Look at that. What part? Look at yeah. that. Uh, what part? Uh, Charlotte. Charlotte. Are you Are you really going to be in Charlotte? I'm going to be in Charlotte only for like one night, but I'm going to be in Charlotte. Yeah. Dude, that's hour you, twenty live... minutes for me. It's really not far. Maybe we can meet up. Well, you should come. Uh... Maybe you should come over. To... Maybe y'all can come over for Thanksgiving dinner, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you're going to be. We'll talk about it off air, man. But that, that's really close to me. Yeah, well, I have to see because I'm going. I'm driving in a car with my mom, dad, and brothers. So I mean, I don't know. We'll have to see, but I don't know if I can be like, "Hey, mom, I know we're supposed to leave. But we're going to drive an hour and a half out of our way and go see Sean." <laughs> no, 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 no. no. I, I would come to you. I would come to you. Okay, we'll we'll see what happens. Dude, hey, there for you me, go. It, it would be worth driving an hour and a half just just to get a fist bump and a photo with uh, Ted and Charlotte. Glad you said fist bump. And I'm glad you said photo and sending it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can rub the beard, man. You can rub the beard. <laughs> can we talk? Can we talk real quick about uh, Nick? Uh, Nick, uh, Nick? Rick. Nick. Uh, my mind mixed Negan and Rick and Nick. Uh, can we talk <laughs> about um, Nick's on another Walking Dead show about the? Uh, all the all the gay subliminal stuff last night. He made Michonne. He made me hold it. <laughs> and I'm sorry when he said that. I just thought, oh god. And then made five, me hold it, Michonne. <laughs> and then five I'm minutes later, I'm gonna slip my dick down your throat. Like, oh. Well, you and never all, know. All the, I picked all, up on it. All the comic guys were like, "Ooh, did you see that? That was the comics. That was the comics, guys. You didn't get it." Eat me. <laughs> I didn't understand what was going on because I never read the comic. I didn't understand what was happening. Dude, Ashton will want to come. Dude, I, I'm going to try to make it work, Ted. Ashton loves you and Maddo, man. I nice. mean, he has y'all's autograph hanging on his wall upstairs. No. He needs some, uh, he needs some bigger heroes then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling He's you, man, a Walker there. Stalker, I've said it a bunch. You know, he, you know, he, he got to hang out with a lot of the cast from – from The Walking Dead, you know, like, uh, but but the autograph city cherish was uh was zombie cast uh, Maddo and zombie cast Tedekin's autograph that you guys gave him, dude. But I'm, let's get to the wrap up show. I know you guys have got to go. Norma, where can people find you? Um, before I say, I just want to say thank you, Walking Dead, for actually giving us uh, Judith as a toddler and not as like a little baby or like barely one years old. So it was nice to see that. You can find me on Twitter under Normie477, and you can find me on all games uh, Thursday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Knuckleballer Radio. And you want to come see me on Facebook, come find me under Normie Late. And I've been gaming a lot of Gears of War 4 lately, so you can find me on Xbox Live under Normie Bug, and I'm at level 53, which I really need to keep pushing up. So come help me out with that. Nice, nice. There you go. Ted, where can people find you? Ted again. Uh, Ted again on everything. I'm playing a lot of a lot of Titty Fall too. Having fun <laughs> with that still. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Nice, nice. Me and Matt been playing Dipper Kaploosh. Dipper Kaploosh. <laughs> it's a new VR game, actually. Dip, Dipper Kaploosh. Yeah, when it hits yeah, the toll, it makes that Kaploosh. 
What do y'all? What do y'all stand by the toilet and go three, two, one, and you drop whichever whatever one makes a kaploosh first wins. No, like I, with, I swing my hips. One... I swing my hips. It's like a lightsaber. Shaking my hips like yeah. I got the moves like Negan. I got the moves like Negan. Swing my hips. Yep. So, uh, Mr. Madam McFly, where can people find you, buddy? Uh, VGO Outsider, VGO Outsiders, Tuesday nights at 9 o'clock. Uh, no Sleep Podcast every Sunday night. Or it's released every Sunday. And on this fine show. And you can you can find him down, uh, you can find him also uh, down at the pro-Trump rally helping to make America great again. God damn it. No, I can't. <laughs> not him. He's not my president. Literally. <laughs> you should have a hashtag that says, literally not my president. Literally. <laughs> And it's, just, and it's just the people that just aren't America or don't live in America. So it's just not. It's not even like a slam at Trump. It's just like no. I'm just saying he's literally it's not, not my even president. a statement. Not my president for real. <laughs> for real. <laughs> for real. <laughs> at Madam so, McFly. Nice. So you can find me on Twitter.com/slash/FreemanDaddy5 and my Xbox One gamer tag is FreemanDaddy7. And like Norman said, listen to Knuckleballer Radio, which we do on Thursday nights, nine o'clock p.m. Eastern, at AllGames.com/forward/slash/chat. Good show this week. Thanks for coming for me last week, man. I had a real serious thing going on, so uh, I appreciate it, guys. Oh, I appreciate it, guys. You are okay. a team, yeah. Nice, nice. But on behalf oh. of the Mighty All Games Radio Network, the Zombie Research Society.com, ZombieCast.net. Miss Norma Latte, Tedekin, Madam McFly, and myself, Freeman Daddy Five, and Dave Fenoy. <laughs> we call episode one, two, twenty-nine of ZombieCast. Total guys. Headed towards three, two fifty, guys. Then three hundred. Then beyond. Mm-hmm. Beyond. Good night, zombies. Good night, zombies. Woo. I was trying not to blast the mic, guys. You see that? I was trying to. Not oh! soft and mellow. Hickory dickory dock, Ted. Hickory dickory duck. Hickory dickory duck, Rick. Rick Grimes was sucking my cock. Oh! <laughs> Good night, <Hey>. zombies. <laughs>